Sammy, how you doing, brother? Ah, oh, not too bad. I figured you, you know, to, uh... I, I, what's up? Oh, nothing, nothing. Go ahead. Uh, I was like, I figured today was a, a good of a day to 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 do an, to do another episode and uh, bullshit for a little bit because my next two weeks are going to be absolutely busy. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, moving. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we're waiting yeah. to get the keys on the 23rd, and then we're the last weekend of July, we're moving. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So now for, for the listener, John, uh, you're 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 not moving to like another city, another state or a city, or where 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 are you moving to? Well, I I am moving to a different state and a different city. Well, that's true. But um, only twenty, <laughs> only about twenty minutes uh, west of where I'm at right now, which is um, y- Youngstown area. It's a little town called Campbell, or yeah. for the locals, Camel. Um, I want to make sure I get the pronunciation of the locals right. That's uh, funny. Yeah. So it's it's honestly there's a there's a route between Newcastle and Youngstown called four twenty two. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to be basically going 20 minutes down 422 to my new residence. So, um, yeah. I'll be uh, I'll be living in uh, Youngstown area since I conduct uh, most of my ventures out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it's just a way you know we've been talking for a number of years of moving out of Newcastle, and um, you know since it's a shithole. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I wanted, I wanted, to, I wanted to be somewhere where there was more going on, where there was more opportunities for work, better schooling for Liam, um, mm-hmm. you know, just you know. And since there's really not much of a, a scene going on in Newcastle, uh-huh. it didn't make any sense for me to stay in Newcastle when what's going on is Youngstown. You know, there's more people, meaning there's more people in bands, there's more bands, more venues to play shows at. Um, it just made just made all the sense in the world, you know. Um, yeah. It's only a 20-minute drive for Ari, but, you know, she may decide, you know, she wants to find some place around that area to work. So, um, you know, we just, you know, and like I said, it's only 20 minutes away, you know, we're, you know, I'll still be close enough to Newcastle to visit family and stuff like that, but it's not, you know, my, you know, the kids are getting older and, and being able to move. It just, it seemed like the right time.
what's up? Hey, what's up? So we're just going to start over? Um, We don't have to. Yeah. I just got done talking about... um. Um, yeah, Campbell. Campbell, moving to Campbell, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so. and I was saying something after that, and I don't even remember what it was because you're just like, Sammy, hello? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically I finished up by, you know, talking about, the, you know, be, it, it was the perfect time to move. Yeah, yeah. I thought everything you said, and then I started talking, but you couldn't hear me. So, it, well, yeah, it's fine. Um. Yeah, I fucking hate technology. No, it's okay. Yeah, I was just saying about just talking about the move and how it was the perfect time and stuff like that. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, but um yeah, no. <laughs> now so the my unfavorite thing right now is to to is packing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like trying to have all hands on deck for for packing and, and getting stuff taken care of and I'm just like dreading it. Yeah. So, but eh, what do you do? You know, hopefully it'll be the last move I have to make for, you know, a long time or if ever. Right. You know, depending, but you know what I mean? For, you know, for the foreseeable future, it'll be our home. Yeah. So, but what's up with you, man? Ah, not a whole lot, man. Just, uh, I don't know. Just working and, uh, you know, same shit we talked about before. Like nothing's really different. Yeah. You know, had a uh, a fun angry hour a couple weeks ago. Um so you know how um it's me and then another guy and then we alternate weeks. Yeah, you and jerky, right? Yeah, yeah. So then um so two weeks ago on my week I wanted to do kind of like a um you know where both of us DJ and then another friend of ours, Dennis, he uh he decided that, you know, like he wanted to do one with us too. And so we just did all three of us on the same night and it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's awesome. Now jerky goes by DJ throat yogurt. Yes. Or DJ throat yogurt dessert. Which is beautiful, <laughs> a beautiful name. Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely. What does Dennis go by? Um, I, I don't think he had one, but then um, jerky. Well, jerky zach you know yeah he's, he's zach so like uh i guess he he did so dennis didn't bring like a laptop stand with him and <laughs> didn't realize it till he got there so somehow we found a cardboard box and no. uh you know he put his laptop on it so like zach's over there writing on the front of it and we're like what's he writing and it says dj trash panda <laughs> so i don't i don't know if he's gonna keep using that but i i think it's perfect because he he goes by dennis trash yeah 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 the trash panda works completely in his favor then <laughs> that's awesome well, been, I, that sounds awesome i i've been i just had a show this week at west side bowl mm-hmm. and uh not the, you know, it was, a, it was a great show. I mean, we had uh, we had one one uh, a band that you know opened up uh, the Vermins. Yeah, um, they opened up in the Sneaky Heat Missiles and um, a band from uh, Las Vegas called Jerk was the 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 main the headlining band. Right, and then a, a band got added to the show later on. They're called El Escape Capito Escapado. 
Yeah, and they're from Nashville. And I mm-hmm. tell you what, it was a Tuesday night with 11 people there outside the bands. But, dude, every band played like their fucking asses were on fire, dude. Huh. It was such a good fucking show. It was down in the basement yeah. of West Side Bowl. And it wasn't a lot of a lot of people at all, but it was a great night. Every band played over. Right. So like they were getting ready to shut down and the sound guy comes over to me. It's like five to midnight. He goes, They're gonna have to wrap it up. We're gonna be closing. <laughs> <laughs> so like playing with your ass on fire doesn't sound like a good time. I'm just gonna I wanna just back gonna, up a little yeah. bit. Well, no, they 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 all played like there was a hundred people in the audience, dude. Like they all played like they were playing a fucking festival or some shit, dude. Like I can't say like for anybody who doesn't know the bands, um, Sneaky Heat Missiles are out of uh, Youngstown, and they're uh, like a ska band mm-hmm. and um, a little bit heavier. You know, um, they, I wouldn't necessarily call it ska core, but it's they're 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 a ska punk band. Okay, and. Uh, they fucking killed it, man. They they played really good. I really did the band a lot. Um, you know, members are from Youngstown. Members are from uh, the Shenango Valley, like Sharpsville area. Yeah. Um, really good guys. Really enjoyed their set a lot. Um, uh, El Escapado, they they were fucking awesome. Like I'd never heard the band before. They they were on. They were doing a 60, 67 date tour across yeah. the u.s wow. they were like on like day 64 mm-hmm. they, they had played all over like they did they did four days up in alaska they took they, they flew from seattle to alaska and played four shows in alaska and uh, right. they were all over yeah they went all over the united states um they were like at the back half of there and you would have played they 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 played like it was their first show you know what i mean like they just they played they, like their asses were on fire yeah they played like their asses the, the singer had really good stage presence they're kind of i would say they're like very similar to like voice of addiction in that they're um social political okay uh, you know what i mean not political yeah, yeah. Like not political in the way the anti-flag is political, but more of the the social aspect, right? Like like bad religion, yeah, bad like bad yeah, religion, yeah. yeah. Um, and they have kind of a little bit of a the singer has some range to his voice, so like you know, there's some emotional aspects to his voice that really makes it interesting. Hmm. Um, but they really kicked ass, man. I you know what like. I, I donated money to them and got their their two EPs, and uh, they they fucking kick ass. And then Vermin's out of uh, out of Cleveland. It's no, it's two of the guys from the trades. Um, I tell you what, man. If have you heard them, the Vermins, the Vermins. No, like yeah, you you brought them up. I yeah, I I, I know we've talked about it, but I still haven't heard them. Yeah, why was I thinking? What, why was I thinking the Vermins was like an older band that like they were they were because Jay Prozac recorded with uh with Brett Bed and Ralph. That's what I was gonna say. I thought there was an older band called yeah. The they were called yeah. the Vermin. This band's called Vermin. Oh, that's right. Okay, all right. There's there it is. And yeah. I know uh like um you know Tom T Bagger who comes up pretty frequently on the show i guess yeah he, uh, 
she gave me shit for it. And I'm I think he was giving them shit for not for using like the Vermins and the Vermin are like the same band name, but it's not because you know how many different bands are like that? Like I, I can't name one off the top of my head right now, well, but I know there's shit been... too. He gave me shit too about Gatlin because there was a there was a, a Cleveland metal band called Gatlin that huh. nobody remembers. Yeah, I I never heard of them. Yeah, and I, he's like he's like dude, why well, why don't you sign band with like original names? Because he says thing when I got the when I when I signed the Plan Bs, I'm like. I don't give a fuck if there's a million bands called the Plan B's. I like this Plan B's, and I'm going to put out their fucking EP. Right. So shut your fucking mouth and quit being a fucking cunt. <laughs> so we like, I have to remind T-Baker of all the time because I have to bust his balls back. Yeah. So there's that band from Cleveland called The Vacancies. Yes. You know, so remember there was like a Pittsburgh band. Like, I don't know who came out first, but there was I, a Pittsburgh like the band. Pittsburgh band was old. No, I feel like the vacancies from up here were were actually older, but I remember the vacancy was like some band on Anti Flags label from Pittsburgh. Yeah, when they have like the code on it too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, I'm pretty sure the vacancies started in like the mid or late '90s. So I don't know when the vacancy started. But, yeah, I'm not really sure. I, I was know. a little hit or miss with the Pittsburgh scene around that time. Yeah, I will take the band that is supported by Joan Jett over the band that's supported by Anti Flag, but that's just me. Oh well, to, you know, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people give shit for Anti Flag, but you know, Anti Flag does a lot for Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Like they're even though they're as big as they are, they're still a Pittsburgh band, and I think a lot of people just want to hate on them because they sell a lot of they sell a lot of records and they side to a major label, and people want to give them shit for it. Well, I just think you know, like annoying soapboxing aside, you know, it's like. I don't know. I kind of view how people see them the same way as like people up here see the band filter. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Or, or like people in Akron see like the, the black keys. It's mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah. They say they're from this city, but like nobody knows them. Like nobody saw them at shows. Nobody knew who they were. Like nobody knows the individual people. It's like they were probably living in the suburbs and didn't go to shows and shit. You know, yeah, they weren't involved in the scene, and then, like, you know, people met them and they were dicks. You know, like the only thing that I ever hear is like, "Oh yeah, the 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 drummer of Anti Flag, what's his name? Is that Pat?" Yeah, Pat. Like, oh yeah, Pat's cool. I like Pat. Like that. It's like everyone that I ever talked to, it, it's like, oh yeah, Pat. You Pat's know, we suck, cool. but Pat was cool. Pat's cool. Uh, number two's cool. Uh, Chris number two. Yeah. Uh, he also has that band White Wives. Never heard of it. Uh, they're pretty cool. They're like kind of post-punk. They're like kind of like, I guess like Wire, Gang of Four, kind of like ah. angular, like, yeah, kind of yeah. like post-punk kind of stuff. That's cool. Um, he was a fan of the band. And when Andy left the band, um, they he was just a fan and he i think he was like 17 or 18 years old yeah 
And he was like, I fucking like, he was like his favorite band and he knew their songs. So they fucking brought him in to play bass for them. Yeah. So he's pretty cool. I've, I've listened to a lot of interviews with him and he's very much, he's very much indoctrinated into Pittsburgh scene. Like he, he talks about like bands that we care about. Yeah. Um, which kind of makes him, you know, get a little bit more, like more respect out of me. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't speak much for Justin. Uh, I've I've hung out with Pat. I do like Pat. Yeah. Um, I like Chris number two. I don't really know Head, the other guitar player, but you know, but I, I know there's a lot of soapboxing going on with that band. But I think too is when there's ever a thing that goes on in Pittsburgh, uh -huh. they always have their hand in on it, whether it's like food drives or. Um, like the thing that happened at that synagogue, they donated a bunch of money. Oh, that's cool. So like they are like there's I think the tricky thing about political bands in general, and I think why people gravitate towards anti-flag when people say this is because they're the most popular one. You know, you know, a lot of a lot of those political bands get a bad rap because it's like the bigger their audience, the more people look down on them like Oh, dude, punk rock is supposed to be blah blah blah, and not this. And and their whole view is, if we could reach more people with the message that we're trying to convey, that we're doing more. You know what I mean? It's it's like, oh, why keep something small when only a small group of people are going to hear? Yeah, our message. If we can hit it, that that was a reasoning for going to a major label. It's it's like we wanted more people to hear what is going on. Yeah, I mean, and I can I, respect that. I can respect that. They didn't change their sound because of it. Well, well, I, I, I think their sound has changed dramatically. Like, I really like that the years, first. Over the years, yeah, I yeah. I, 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 I liked that first album a lot. You know, um, I used to listen to it a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, and then I kind of became disillusioned with like politics and stuff and like political music. And you know, now I'm just like whatever. But. Um, you know, I just, I, I think not like, I guess when I think about them now, it's, it's almost like dudes that are 50 playing music that, I mean, I'm sure this is the point, but like, it, it sounds like, you know, mall punk, like it sounds like music that's like, you know, aimed at, you know, 15 year old kids or whatever yeah, it's, who, it's, who are like, you know, want to be political. It's a tricky thing because if you if you look at bands that do what they're doing at their age, but then looking at a band who's, you know, say like Crooked like Crooked Cobras out of Pittsburgh, we'll use them as an example. They're all older guys playing punk rock, but they're not at the level of anti-flag is. But it's the same concept. It's fifty, you know, forty-year-olds playing punk rock still but it's like where's right where, but is the, the line where does the line because one band's more famous than the other but i don't think that's it political. like i think the music is you know when you say crooked cobras like that music's not like they're not trying to play for like young kids like that's like yeah for people who are like their age and if like young people show up that's awesome yeah. You know, I think it's just more like, you know, we like to play rock and roll in bars. You know what I mean? As a, as opposed to 
big festivals that also have Billy Eilish attached to it. Right. I think there's like a cool factor and I hate saying, well, I don't really hate saying that, but I'm sure people are going to roll their eyes at that. I'm sure, but you just fuck them. I don't care. You know, like anti-flag to me just is not a cool band. Like good, good on them for their success. They're getting out, you know, the same kind of messages, I guess, as like someone like rage against the machine was and, you know, all that kind of shit, but it's like... Yeah, but we all found out what cunts fucking Rage Against the Machine were. No, oh, I I didn't know that Rage Against the Machine are cunts. Oh, they're just... They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're part of the problem. Are they? Oh, okay. You talk a good game, but at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're corporate whores. Well, you I know, mean, I think it's the same concept. Corporate whore. I think it's the same concept. Like, you know, you, you want to take something down you do it from the inside you know what i mean like use the tools that you have at your disposal you know yeah i'm 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 not a political person but you know oh i know you're not i know you're not but you know if i if i had an agenda i would want to get it out you know i'd I'd try to use everything i could at my disposal whether that was you know and that's unquote selling out and that's why i think anti-flag still relevant is yeah they're playing the mall punks but who's going to be voting well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I get it. I get that that's sort of the point and probably why they, you know, it's like uh, you, that, that band, the international, con- uh, the international noise conspiracy. Yeah. The guys. Like, from Jews, yeah. Yeah. Like they were playing, you know, sixties influence. Like, you know, most of the, the songs were like, uh, you know, like, social political. Right. But like the lyrics were masked as like, you know, about other things, whether it was like, you know, love songs or like songs about having fun and shit. Like, you know, they were very clearly a political band, but it wasn't it was more covert. Yeah, that first album was fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, there's that, another band that did that. Yeah. Um. The uh, the AKAs are everywhere. Yeah. Like you. like. On the surface, sound like like you know it's very much like party party rock, you know, but like the lyrics are actually very political if you if you pay attention to them and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like I just think you know it's a lot. I guess in 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 that sense, bands like that are cool because it's like you know you're trying to be subversive instead of just overtly political. Like you know you catch more flies with honey than you do vinegar kind of thing you know yeah you know you know who else was like that too was um fuck why am i why why did i just draw a blank on their name shit uh they the guys that guys ended up being in mars volta and uh oh um or yeah fucking the one-armed scissor band yeah um, what the fuck what the fuck were they called I can't remember now. Ah, um, at the drive-in. At the drive-in. Yeah. Yeah. At the drive-in, a lot of their stuff was like that too. Like there was underlying like messages in their songs. Like you know, one-armed scissor just wasn't about a one-armed scissor. Like there was shit in encoded in those lyrics that right. were, that were social, political, and you know, in the, like a, you know, a, shit. Green Day did it for years. You know what I mean? Like, um. And I don't know. I don't know where I'm trying to go. I don't. That. I don't know that Green Day was really political before American Idiot, though. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think so either. In the same way, like no effects wasn't really until they did like until they did uh Franco or uh fuck. Franco and Americans the song was the name of the album. See, um, I, I think No Effects was always a political band. Like they were so. they were a so there were a they were a they were conscious of things. I think their songs were all pretty much political, and you know, unless they were just goofy, you know. It yeah, I, I guess it depends on the song. Yeah, they always kind of had like a message in there. I think you know, the thing is, is I get so much shit for liking No Effects, yeah, because Fat Mike is a person. You know, people are just like turned off by him, but I always fucking yeah. liked it. I was like, you know what, like people like Guttermouth and Mark does the same thing that Fat Mike does, except worse. Um, right, but like I always really liked No Effects lyrics because they weren't your traditional rhyming scheme, or like they kind of approach they kind of approach punk rock lyric writing almost in a hip hop way, where they didn't they didn't keep to the same four four line structure of songwriting. Right. Like they played on syllables and they played on like structures of songs. Yeah. And like they're, I don't know, like I, you know, almost kind of like a ska band would. Um, okay. You know, but like, I don't know. I, I like No Effects mainly because like, you know, they wrote very untraditional or like they, you know, because even like, like their serious songs are just worded really, really different. Yeah. You know, but. But you no, know. No, go ahead. Okay. Um, but just going going back to like, you know, the political thing, like, you know, my introduction to them was uh punk and drublick, you know. Yeah. And you start, I mean, if you start off an album like, you know, Linoleum is a song is a political song, you know. Yeah. And you know, scavenger type, like the first song and the last song, scavenger mm-hmm. type is a political song. Yeah. You know, and then you got like perfect government and like, you know, there's a song about like, you know, not ragging on people for being religious necessarily, you know, like happy guy. Yeah. And, you know, just like and but then you got the stupid fucking songs like my heart is yearning, Mm -hmm. you know, but uh, which is still a good song, you know, but even like Lori Myers is a political song. Yeah, they do definitely. They're always the effects was always a band that had political songs, I but they tempered it with humor. A political band, because if that was the case, then we would call Green Day a political band because yeah, they but, had political songs. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, but, necessarily call them like the anti flag or like you know, rise against, right? But like, I kind of feel like my view of green day must be different from yours because to me before american idiot all those songs were just very personal like oh yeah was... I'm, I'm, I'm just saying i'm just saying the fact that green day had political songs like but not until like 2004 or whatever um no they i think they there were some touchings on a couple songs from like uh from um what was the album after Insomniac? Warning. Uh, no, not Warning. Between between the album. No, sorry, uh, Kerplunk. No, no, no. Sorry, no, 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 no. Nimrod. Nimrod. That's 
I was gonna say Kerplunk's the second album. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. But yeah, there was there was some political things being talked about on Nimrod. Huh. And um, for instance, same, same thing with with Insomniac. Yeah, like give me give me some examples. Like, um, let me think here. Panic song. Um, I would say songs like, well, obviously, um, there were some songs off of Warning. Um, let me think off of Insomniac. I guess the song Warning is kind of political-ish. Yeah, the song. Yeah, song Warning. Um. Walking contradiction kind of toes the line a little bit, even though you think it'd be funny. I think it was. I think there was a little bit more underneath that song than than the words conveyed. Um, just being hypocritical in general, or being or being contradict contradicting yourself. Yeah, yeah, as, like a social statement. I think maybe more of the what I'm trying to say is more of a social statement, like, um, um. You know, like the song Gig Stick Breath talks about, like, you know, meth. meth. The whole song's about meth. The whole song's about meth. Yeah, yeah, I get, but I mean, is that I really mean, a I political issue? Yeah, I want to say they're necessarily a political band, but they're, I think, I think it's hard to not to be in a punk band and not have a political song or two. Right. I mean, you know. it's, you know, if you're going the route of like the band that's just, airing their grievances with society then yeah but like you know you say geek strength geek stink breath it's kind of like well maybe he had a, f- a friend who became a meth addict or maybe just you know well that was a the meth bay addict or... the bay area had a lot of meth heads in the scene yeah yeah so yeah. i mean it's sort of sort of making fun of that but you know in an angry-ish kind of way like walking contradiction i always thought was kind of like a self-deprecating you know like confessional thing more like you know i'm i'm you know you know like uh you know just i don't make any sense to myself why do i do these two things that are opposite all the time you know yeah i just but like when like when they came out with american idiot it was like yeah there were political songs but there was a lot of songs that didn't have anything to do with politics you know, yeah, but I think that was subversive. Like, I think that there, there, there probably is some underlying stuff going on there. Well, not the, the, the song Wake Me Up When September Ends. That's that's about his dad. But they, they portrayed it as about being about war. Yeah, I figured that was about so, so September 11th and all the, you know, yeah, people like capitalizing on that. Yeah, but it had nothing. The song, the song lyrics had nothing to do with that. It was about his dad. Yeah. Huh. Like it talks about like ten years have gone so fast, wake me up when September ends. Like he was talking about the time that had passed since his father had passed away. Oh. So yeah, like they portrayed the music video portrayed it to be something about war, but the song itself had nothing to do with it. Huh. And I think yeah, you know. But like you said, the American Idiot was perceived as a political album, as as this this punk opera you know, about the state of America, you know, and I don't know. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I just wish Green Day didn't suck so bad. Yeah. (laughs) Like that last, uh, I didn't, I, I don't remember if I actually checked out the album, but that, um, what was the song they put out like a couple of years ago? It was like motherfucker or something. Oh, um, 
something of all motherfuckers. Father of father of all motherfuckers or something. Yeah, like I was expecting it to be this big, big ass fucking like kick ass song, and like it was so bad. It sounded like someone tried to write a hive song on Pro Tools. Yeah. It was like Fruity Loops. Like it didn't even sound like a band. Uh-uh. It sounded real hollow and shit. Right. Yeah. Like dude, like cause because listen, a lot of people talk shit about the trilogy. <clears throat> and it, it, it could have been one album. Like, it could have been, like you could have taken the best songs from those three albums and made an amazing record. Because yeah, it kind of was, it felt a lot like Warning did. Like a lot of the songs kind of had that that mid tempo garage flavor to it. Yeah, I I like Warning. That was yeah. the last album that I really gave a listen to. Yeah, and you know what? And listen, I liked I liked American Idiot. I know it wasn't cool to like American Idiot, but I liked uh, the songs that came off of it were good songs. Yeah. Um, I liked the album they did after, which was 20, 21st Century Breakdown. That was a pretty good album, too. It just it, It's easy to hate on those records because Green Day's huge. Well, but, I just, I wasn't really, I didn't care about them being huge. Like, I, I was the, 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 you know, the fan from, like, 1994 mm-hmm. that kept sticking up for them. <clears throat> and then I was excited you know, I checked out American Idiot and I was like so fucking like just disappointed. And I'm like, this is awful. Like, this sounds like all this shit that I hate. Yeah. You know, and it had nothing to do with them being big. It was like they fucking changed mm-hmm. you know? and not in like a, you know, a progressive way to me. It was more like, uh, you, you know, not, it wasn't that they matured. It was like they were sliding backward into like all this shit that like young kids were into and i'm sure that was again on purpose yeah you know what i mean like i'm sure that they were trying to appeal to younger people because they actually were trying to get some kind of message out i mean it's the biggest selling record for a reason yeah and i never heard 20 21st century breakdown or whatever it's called um i've actually heard good things about the you know like uno dos tray there's good parts and there's there's bad parts yeah, like yeah. I, I haven't heard anything bad about it other than, you know, Green Day sucks. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, <coughs> you for, know. For the amount of time that we had to wait for Uno Dos Trey, it was very underwhelming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was like so much of these songs, and they were all very just generic yeah. You know what I mean? At least with American Idiot, like there was still, I don't know, Billy Joe still sounded like he was like urgent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like okay, w- whether or not you agree with the style that they were going for, Billy Joe still sounded like he was a punk rocker who was pissed off. By the time Uno Dos Trey came around, it's like, it's just like, really? <laughs> it's like they're kind of like they're kind of phoning it in. Yeah. You know, and that's like, that's a bummer to me because, like, while everybody's talking shit on Green Day, I'm still secretly, like, hoping, like, maybe they're still good. That's how I feel about Rancid, too. Yeah, Rancid got like, too. Yeah. Every album gets worse. And it's like, there's always, like, a couple good gems. And I'm like, why don't they just release a single? Zanio, Xanio.
Yeah, you know who else continuously breaks my heart too? Who? Weezer. Yeah, Weezer got real fucking bad. But then they put out a really good album, and then they put out like two that suck. So like yeah. you, so like you get like it's kind of like being in an abusive relationship. <laughs> like Weezer, every like five years, puts out like an amazing record. Like they, uh, I, I don't know, in the in the mid two thousands, like two thousand ten era, they put out Hurley, which was the album that they put out for Epitaph. Right. It was a fucking fantastic fucking record. And then the two albums that followed, they started doing songs with Lil Wayne and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what is going <laughs> on right now? <laughs> like, did, can't Weezer they just song with Lil, Weezer? They did a song with Lil Wayne? Yeah, it's called Can't Can't Stop Partying or something like that. <laughs> yeah, look it up, dude. It's fucking awful. That sounds awesome. Dude, it's fucking awful. You know, I didn't like. Wait, is it Lil Wayne or okay? I like Lil John. I don't yeah, like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. I always get all those little guys confused. Them little yeah, guys. Little, the one that looks kind of like a rat that's all into like sipping on syrup. Oh, uh, was he the one that did um the one verse on back that back that ass up? Yes. <laughs> I think so. He did the wobble dee wobble dee part. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> wobble dee wobble dee. They call me Wheezy, baby. Oh, is that why he did a song with Weezer? Because it was like Wheezy and Weezer. I don't know. Together at last. I don't know why, but fucking Rivers Cuomo makes me angry. <laughs> angry. The dude's a fucking genius, and that's probably why half his fucking music sucks. Because he's like, I don't fucking care. People think it's great no matter what I do. Yeah, basically. I'm like, going to put this shit out. Or he really doesn't give a fuck at all what people think of him. I mean, something's working because they're still fucking huge and they're like, you know, in their 50s. I know. Because, and like little kids are listening to him. Like, you know, but, 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 but they do that. Like, they put out so many records. Like, like they put out. I remember, like, everybody hated on Pinkerton when it came out, and then Pinkerton became this amazing record, which it's okay. Um, but then they put out <laughs> an album called Melodroid. Yeah, it was awful. Which was, I love Melodroid, dude. See, I, I, I really like the blue and green albums, and I kind of like half of uh, Pinkerton. Then they put out Melodroid, and I'm like, there's like four good songs on this fucking thing, and all the rest is like this, like, post-punk garbage because they got some other guitar player who looked like uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. You mean, I don't even know. you mean the bass player? Okay, it was the bass player that was like a new member? Yeah, because the guy they had for the Green Album, died. I, I think he died. Oh, wow. So Because they had that. the dude that did the first two records, that the, the guy that did the Reynolds. Yeah. He left. Reynolds. Huh? The Rentals? Yeah, the Rentals. Okay, yeah, yeah. He did that band, and then um, the new guy, he was with the band for the Green Record, and then he died. Yeah. And then they got the guy that they, they've had since, and the first record he did was Balladroid. Yeah, it, it just, it, it sounded to me like they were, some of the songs, and I'm sure they were the song, like I attributed those songs to the new guy at the time. Yeah. Like, this is like some... uh 
Radiohead meets Tool garbage. Like, I didn't understand. I was like, oh, they're trying to, like, compete with Queens of the Stone Age or something. Like, I, I just didn't get it. I thought it I thought it sounded like a cross between the blue and Pinkerton. Hmm. Like a heavier blue meets the 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 weirdness of, of Pinkerton. Yeah. Well yeah. the weird thing is about the blue al- al- album, if you would like isolate those guitar tracks, it's heavy. Like that oh, guitar yeah. is I heavy mean, as like, fuck. It's like it sounds like he down tuned it or something. But like more than you know, those fucking new metal bands would have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like it just sound it's so fuzzed out and heavy, and then but he's playing it with these like poppy fucking like Beatlesque songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why the Blue album is is see that's the thing is is that that's probably one of the best debut albums of the last thirty years. Yeah. I mean, because like none of the stuff that they've done after has even come close to the Blue Album. That album was just pure genius. I still and, really like the Green one too. I do mm. like I like the Green one too, but I I can't put it I can't put it with the Blue Album. Yeah, you know that Blue Album I think is just is just untouchable. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what 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 other '90s bands do we want to talk shit on? Oh, I don't know, like all of them. Yeah, fuck them. So, like, hmm, I don't know. So, okay, recently, I guess, uh, like, the first Warp Tour, right? Yeah, 96. It, I, was, I was just talking with uh, Nick Wolf and Dennis Trash. Okay. And, uh, you know, like, they were talking about how it was at um, the Agora before the Agora closed down and then reopened years later. Yeah. And the Agora had like three rooms. There was the ballroom and the amphitheater and then like some other shitty little room that which yeah. I can't re- remember. And Warpor was there. Right. It's just a ballroom now. I, I have no idea. I just know that it's like really high prices and shit there now. So I don't yeah. even bother. But um plus I'm not really going to concerts yet until you know I I, I, I still want my COVID flu shot every year. Like that's when I'll start going out without worrying, you know. I I I I'm opposite. I I've I've been out. To, I I saw the queers and the dwarves play, and I I know, but I got COVID like three three months ago, and I'm like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's really nice is I got exposed to it so many times that it's like I think my body is just like fuck it. Yeah, that's very possible, especially with you know, it seems like every variant becomes like less and less. Yeah, like yeah. I have the sniffles if I get it, or like I'm more concerned about my fucking allergies at this point. You know what I mean? Like, right? Because my the fucking pollen in the fucking air, dude. It fucking it's killing me, man. Yeah. Like the the fucking the air quality is so shitty, dude. Like my dude, I wake up and go to bed like I have to take like two allergy pills a day, or oh, like, yeah. or my eyes start burning, dude. I feel it, man. Like hey, fuck so, that. So so. Getting back to the Agora though, like yeah, the so, Agora. so Warp Tour was there their first year. I can't remember what year it was. I think it was ninety six. Yeah, and I guess the best band that like blew everyone away and was just like insane to watch, and they sounded great was um, before anyone knew who they were. It was Sugar Ray. Oh yeah, back when they put out uh, Chocolate and Lemonade. Yeah, or whatever that was called. It was like the 
song was uh they had that song mean machine yeah mean. Re- that's still really fucking good it's a good song yeah that guitar line like it was like yeah. it was killer dude but apparently like they were like the the band that everybody couldn't quit talking about which just i mean it doesn't really blow my mind because i'm like i kind of know their history a little bit more than the average person on the street would yeah, you know? they they would most people would be like, oh, every morning and fly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, that's that one with that Mark McGrath guy that everybody thought he was Sugar Ray. Mark McGrath is Sugar Ray. <laughs> no, Sugar Ray was just the band. Oh, but I think he plays as Sugar Ray, but none of the original members are with him. Oh, is that how it is now? Probably. I know it's that way with that fucking douchebag from Smouth Mouth. But I guess he 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 used to get mad because people would come up to him and be like, what's up, Shug? Hey, Sugar Ray. He's like, my name is not Sugar Ray. My name is Mark. Oh, so <laughs> people were doing that even back in the day. To like, who right. the blowfish? Right, yeah. My name's not Hootie. No, your name's yeah, Asshole. I got you. <laughs> I think that's great though. Any band that does that, like you kind of know what you're getting yourself into though. Well, it's like Blondie. Like Blondie had shirts made up that said Blondie is a band because people just kept thinking that Debbie Harry's name was Blondie. Yeah. And it was like a solo act. It's like, no, it's a band. (coughs) Yeah, when she went solo, she went by Debbie Harry. Right. But even during the seventies, like people were like they, they thought that Blondie was just her. Yeah, people are fucking assholes. People are dumb. They don't. Yeah, they don't get it. Good. So I'm like next. I mean, obviously, no band that I have been in has been has had a name that anyone would think that it was just that's my name. Yeah, as the front man. So that's oh, so, I keep... sidebar. Real quick, I wanted to say something real quick. So I did something that uh, normally I would have stopped myself from doing, but pure curiosity had me watch it. Okay. I watched the Sex Pistols miniseries. Yeah. That uh, FX put out. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it on Facebook, but. Yeah, because um, you know my disdain for Sex Pistols. I do. Okay. Okay, here. Let me specify. <laughs> I hate the glorification of the Sex Pistols for one album. Right. Like, I think that they're a good band to discover and then realize there's better bands out there. Uh-huh. I think they're kind of like, they're kind of like, a, I don't know, some people may look at it the same way as like Green Day. Green Day was their gateway band to other bands, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, the How they discovered the queers and Screeching Weasel and whatever. Uh-huh. But Sex Pistols let me discover better British bands like The Clash and buzzcocks and um you know whatever else but i just didn't understand and i don't like the junkie i don't like the junkie adoration for sid vicious at all oh yeah me neither me neither Um, so like and plus johnny rotten's a fucking cunt right oh yeah totally but for a different reason i think watch i so i watched the i watched the miniseries yeah and i went into it thinking i was going to hate it Mm mm-hmm um, come to find out, you know who I don't like out of the fucking Sex Pistols more than anybody? Who? Fucking Steve Jones. Really? Yeah. He's like the only, like, to me, the Sex Pistols is Steve Jones and Paul Cook. Okay, here's the thing. He, if, if the 
if the doc if, if the miniseries because it was based on Steve Jones's biography, right. his autobiography. Yeah. If the way they portrayed, if Steve Jones portrayed himself the way that he did in that miniseries as real life, mm-hmm. Steve Jones is a piece of shit. Well, Steve Jones was a kid. You know, that's what that's what like. Here's my argument for the Sex Pistols, right? Okay. You got um, a band of like fucking. 19 year olds you know <laughs> who, which is basically like a fucking idiot you know but malcolm mclaren was the biggest piece of shit let me right malcolm, malcolm McLaren. mclaren was just a fucking douchey like you know i'm artistic so whatever but like arty farty fucking asshole yeah who just like, like wanted to conceptualize and like he was orchestrating this whole like shit show, which he did with the, the the New York Dolls like a year before or whatever. Yeah, with the red the red leather outfits, the communist. Yeah, the yeah the Chinese communist album, which yeah. still had good songs on it, but not because of Malcolm. Yeah, just because so, they were good fucking songwriters. Malcolm McLaren is not quite as much of a piece of shit as the guy who did the same shit with the Runaways. Can't remember yeah. his name now. I Crowley. Is that Crowley? I think so. I think anyway, so. Anyway, so like, not quite as a big, big a piece of shit as that because at least he didn't try to like touch all the fucking kids. Yeah. But he was still manipulative. So I look at it as there were these four kids, and or sorry, three kids. They added an, another one. They kicked one out, replaced them. Blah blah blah. You know, people were like, oh, they were a boy band. Well, I mean, sure, if you consider like auditioning a singer that you don't know for your band making someone a boy band they yeah. were a, they were a band who were manipulated yeah and yeah yeah like john lyden's a fucking asshole now you know but he's always been an asshole you know yeah. that was just part of what made them you know like he was provocative mm-hmm. he's still provocative it's just you know now i just don't really care about him you know? No, here's the thing. The one thing I will say about Steve Jones, I, I walked away wanting to like Steve Jones because the actor who played him was really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who played Malcolm McLaren was fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. It was the... Did You, you watch Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. You remember when um, Bran um, became blind and he, or like, he had to get pulled around? Yeah. In that, in those, in that girl and that little boy got him, right, and like helped him like on his quest. Yeah, um, the the young boy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the guy that plays Malcolm McLaren. Yeah, he played Malcolm McLaren, and Maisie Williams, who played Arya, played uh, Jordan. Yeah, played. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the guy who played Malcolm was fantastic, and you fucking hate Malcolm, right? You know what? He did good things for the band, but he also fucking blew them up. Yeah. He also fucking dismantled them. Yeah. And um, to him, it, they, they were just an art project. He, he yeah. actually said, you know, like, I, I you know, I, like he used them as paint. He was an artist and he was using them as paint. You know, yeah. Basically. Yeah. There was a part with the girl that plays Vivian explains to Steve basically fucking Malcolm will use you and spit you out. Yeah. 
and he has no that's just his he's that's just his nature he he was basically a fucking sociopath yeah like he had no fucking remorse like he thought everything he was doing was the right thing yeah and consequences be damned and the funny thing is too like as much of a like i guess john wyden took the took everybody to court like he was trying to make it so that the show wouldn't be made and then that the show wouldn't be released whatever and to be honest like that show actually p- portrays him pretty sympathetically yeah it actually does because he the thing that made me it, it, it made steve look bad too the fact that he was the one malcolm manipulated him to kick out the base the original bass player glenn glenn yeah glenn matlock and he also was the one that basically pushed pushed uh, um, Johnny out of the band. Yeah, and he was the one that got Sid hooked on heroin. No, actually, they they did it. Actually, um, it shows Steve did heroin later. Who got Sid heavily on heroin was Nancy. Well, I know that. Like, she was like his dealer, blah blah blah. But yeah, like, but the way they portrayed Malcolm it is that, that 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 Steve did that Steve did heroin later. Yeah, I didn't know that Steve even did it. I'm I'm talking though about how Malcolm McLaren like encouraged the heroin use. Oh it, yeah, he because it, 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 it made the image more dangerous or whatever. Like how he carved shit in his chest and stuff. Right, right, mm-hmm. and and you know sending them out to get get dope. Like, you know, or like go cop for Sid. Sid needs dope. Go get it for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the more popular the Sex Pistols got, the more he wanted to fucking destroy them. Mm-hmm. Like his whole goal was to destroy them. Yeah. And the fucking and the whole thing with with the great rock and roll swindle was his plan of showing everybody that it was a fucking hoax. Right. Like you but got to those- fucking duped. But to those kids in the band, it wasn't a hoax. That's Mm-mm. that's that's my main point is that, you know, people say all this shit about the Sex Pistols, whatever. Like, the Sex Pistols did jumpstart the punk scene in the UK. And people will go, oh, the Damned put out the first record. But the Damned weren't together before the Sex Pistols. No, the Sex Pistols were together in 75. The only other bands you could say from that, from England, that were punk before the Sex Pistols would be maybe Eddie and the Hot Rods and mm. the ho- and the Hollywood Brats. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know what, dude? If you do watch it, if you do watch the docu- uh, the miniseries, yeah. the girl who plays Chrissy Hind mm-hmm. is fucking gorgeous, dude. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful. She is stunning. Like, they did, they did such liberties with Chrissy Hind. Oh, I know. Like, because, yeah, like, she was not a, she was not a looker. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think she's pretty. No, but I mean the girl that plays her is is hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, is like ridiculously hot. Yeah, like and um, like <clears throat> it it made me more sympathetic to people that I that I wanted to hate, like the people that I hate. Like I hated Johnny Rotten, but like Johnny wrote great fucking songs. Mm-hmm. Like when you know he he didn't know how to fucking write songs. Like he. He auditioned redoing a fucking a Stooges song. Yeah. You know, uh, Alice Cooper. Or that's it. Alice Cooper. I mean, he just starts, he didn't know the lyrics, so he just made up ramblings. Yeah. And like, and they actually go into the story behind bodies. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. which I thought was really fucking cool, dude. Like I didn't realize like how fucked up it was. Yeah. Like this this girl was walking around with her fucking aborted baby in her fucking purse, dude. Yeah. It was fucked up, dude. I think I read that a long time ago and then had forgotten. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, and, like, she showed fucking Johnny, like, nobody knew what, like, they, I guess, like, they thought that she went into the, she went into sex, and, like, was trying, like, they thought she was stealing stuff, so they looked in her bag, and they did, they, they never showed it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until she was talking to Johnny, Mm-hmm. That Johnny's Johnny saw it and, she, and he was like, "You need to give that. You need to give that baby a proper burial." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like that part kind of made me look at Johnny as like, you know, maybe maybe he's just maybe he's not a bad guy. You know what I mean? Well, yes, I mean he's yes. controversial. Well, you got to think about it too. Is just like he's a he's an old man now. He's a different person than he, even he would have been. You know, as like a 19, 20 year old kid. It's no different than like Ben Weasel. Right. You know what I mean? Who's yeah. just grumpy and fucking bitter and shit. People are people are complicated. That's mm-hmm. that's I think that's like the problem with a lot of um I don't know. I don't want to like harp on younger people, but it's like, you know Ideology the, changes. Ideas yeah, like, and thoughts change. Like I think I don't know. I don't want to get into a whole thing, but it's just like, I think there's not enough like forgiveness when it comes to things like uh, shitty opinions and just like people being set in their ways and stuff like that. It's like, you got to kind of like, you know, you don't have to condone what people are or, or agree with what people are saying, but like try to figure out, like try to hear like the reason why they think that maybe have like yeah. a conversation and shit. And I think that like a lot of the, you know, not a lot of it, but like some of the reason that like the younger generation, like the Gen Z punks and stuff now are like, you know, shitting all over John Lydon is because he said, you know, he said something about, I never thought I'd see when like the left were the, the intolerant people or something like that. And that's like a big like quote now with him. Yeah. Like, oh, well, he's that. a, he's a Nazi. Well, no, he's not a Nazi. Uh-huh. Christ, I mean, you know, he is. He is. He's probably. He's just more conservative. Like, okay, I'm for. Okay, we're forty-one years old. Okay, yeah. But he your... wouldn't have been considered. Here's my thing, though. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like, this this kind of like gets to me a little bit. It's mm-hmm. like, um, you know, he he wouldn't have been seen as conservative. He was never seen as conservative until now. Yeah, like when he's sixty-three years old, right? But I don't think the views have changed. I think the attitudes towards those views have changed, and it's like I always thought that I was like very left until I was like maybe twenty or so, and I'm like, oh, all these other leftists are fucking assholes. Yeah, like maybe I'm not left. I'm definitely not right either. You know? Well, that's that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. At forty-one years old, my political views are very different. Are mm-hmm. very different from when I was twenty years old. Yeah. No, and I was not that I was some fucking hippie, but like I was very left thinking. But yeah. left thinking in the early two thousands is a lot different than being left in twenty twenty. It's like right. it's it's almost and like I kind of get what Johnny Rotten was saying, where 
where he said, I'd never live to see the day that the left became conservative. Well, because the left became of, the intolerant ones. Well, yeah, the, the left became the intolerant ones because you know what? If you don't agree with what people say, like the real strong, the real strong leftist viewpoints, mm-hmm. if you don't agree with what they believe in, you're 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 a conservative or you're you're a right wing piece of shit, or you're a Nazi, so, or you're, or you're you know, a Nazi, like, or you're. But it's thing. like I don't want to be lumped in with those people even more. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, like I don't want to be seen in the same camp as fucking, you know, like, uh, who the fuck am I even thinking of? Like, you know, like Fox News commentators and fucking, yeah, know, Rush Limbaugh. And I, I don't even know if Rush Limbaugh is relevant anymore. That's how not. No, nah, he's I dead. <laughs> he's not relevant yeah. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> But or who's like, the guy? Who's the guy that like <laughs> sells sells herbal supplements and just yells and gets all red faced? Oh, that piece of douche. Um, the 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 Infowars guy. Yeah, I forget his name, but I know who you're talking about. He always looks like he's gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, he, that he dude. looks yeah. like the spokesman for heart attacks. Yeah, the spokesman for heart attacks <laughs> <laughs> or extreme constipation. Yeah, both. Like he's so uptight that he needs an enema. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know I forget his fucking name too, but here's the thing. Definitely like the way I view myself politically is I'm 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 moderate. Yeah. You wanna own a gun? Sure, don't be a fucking psychopath. But okay. even like being a moderate. You want you anybody can get married. As long as you're not marrying fucking sheep and fucking little kids, I don't I don't give a fuck what you do. Like, I don't give the a thing fuck too, who you, marry. you could marry a fucking you could marry a fucking tree. I don't care. Yeah. But even even like being a moderate or being like apolitical or whatever. Yeah. It's still seen as being like a lot of the left see that as being right wing. But yeah. I've never heard a right wing person say that that's too far left. I don't know how many times I've been called a communist or been called a snowflake. Right. I've been called, well, see, depending on who I'm talking to, I'm called a hippie or a liberal or, a, you know, a commie or whatever. Yeah. Or I'll be called a Nazi or, a, you know, conservative or whatever, you know. Oh, you're, you're like, you know, I used to kind of consider myself a libertarian, but now I don't even do that because I see what happens when, like, you know, like the pandemic kind of changed that for me. It's like, you, you know. You take away, you know, enforcing laws against something because it's seen as anti-American and people just fucking don't do the right thing on their own. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like, I, I don't really even believe in that anymore. Like, I think there need to be laws against things that are damaging to other people. Yeah. And, and you know, and exactly. And like the, 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 I think what really, I think between the Trump administration and between the the pandemic, two things made me like I, I just realized something. I can't have political conversations with people anymore. No, I can't because you know what? I'll I'll I'll, I'll troll people, and then I sit on it for hours and hours and hours and feel like dirty. Yeah, and feel like upset and dirty and like nothing good came of it. So, like, I right. just don't want to have any political conversations anymore. 
Yeah. You know, and I re- I remembered when no, you know, you know, you know how fucking open minded I am mm-hmm. about everything, right? Especially when it comes to, you know, not to be a dirtbag, but but sex, you know what I mean? And yeah. and, and that kind of thing. Um I remember I had a conversation with somebody, it was in a, you know, a, a L, 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 LBGT uh, Q plus uh, support group. Uh-huh. And I remember there was a conversation and I had trouble understanding stuff like non-binary and cis and those kinds of things. Right. And I made it known that, like, I'm trying to understand, but I don't understand why there's more and then you got piled on and then i got piled on now you know we went to school with with somebody who who is transgendered right um you remember mike davis no you just dead name named her though <laughs> no no Which I, I think I, is a real thing but i just i, I don't know i thought no, it was funny, but but, but, but anyway. no but, but but she's fine with it she's fine she's yeah. cool with me yeah um you know he as Mike became Alicia, a female. Right. And I, after that happened, I, I went to her and I, I told her what happened. And she goes, you know what? Those are the people that I have the hardest time with as well. It's yeah. not the people who are asking the questions. It's the people who are assaulting and, and disrespecting people who are just trying to learn. Right. You know, nobody walks into a situation knowing everything that they have to be taught the proper things. Right. And even then, you got to give people time to like process because your brain has to rework itself. You know what I mean? It's like trying to learn. I don't know. Like if you never drove a car until you were 50, you know, or or say, say, say if you moved from the U.S. to Europe somewhere. And you had to learn how to drive on the left side of the road. You know, yeah. like you're, you're going to fuck up a couple of times. You're probably going to get into a couple accidents before it, it finally clicks. Exactly. You know? And me not knowing <laughs> proper terminology. I mean, when we were growing up, you were straight, bi, or gay. Right. Or you were, or you were, you know, a, a transsexual, which wasn't fair because it was actually transgendered. That's why the word got changed. Yeah, You know, it wasn't, you know, you saw somebody who, you know, you know, dressed as a woman, they were a drag queen. You know what I mean? It was. Oh, it, that's yeah. That's just misinformed. Though. That's just. You but know. that's but that's where that that's where we were at in society in the in the in the in the 90s and the 2000s, early 2000s. Right. It wasn't that we weren't tolerant of that because. I we was. just didn't have the information. Yeah. And then so when you go, would... you know, oh, they're a drag queen. And someone's like, all someone would have to do is be like, well, no, you know, like that's drag queen's a performer. That person's, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that know, trans- you ask them what they are. And you... <laughs> that transsexual is not the same as transgendered. It was being mis- misnamed, you know, changing, changing your sexual preference. Or is it about sex? It's about gender. Well, it's about gendered identity, and yeah. that's the difference between yeah. transsexual and transgendered. Well, you know I think I, mean? I think trans. I'm I'm pretty sure transsexual was a proper word for the for transgender. It's just it's changed. 
Yeah, the, it, it, it became more more of a um, because now we have to jet. Now we have to um, we have to be very careful when we label things because some things, you know, it, it's kind of like misusing a word. But you, well, yeah, you, you misused a word for so long that like, like, you know, that's like people who say the word like uh, improperly. It's not proper. You know, you know what right. I mean? Like you're misusing the word, but you're so used to using that word that it becomes your 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 rhetoric. Right, right. You know, and I, I just I don't know, like when that happened to me, I was just like, wow, like let like fucking left people are really fucking dicks dude like your first mistake was trying to learn from any group on facebook like because it's a bunch of strangers and most strangers no matter where they lean politically or what's going on in their lives are just fucking assholes as soon as you put them in front of a computer and probably before you put them on the computer too so you know like you get all these people and then they just start uh you know they feel empowered to just like tear the shit out of anybody who they think might be their enemy. You know? Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I remember that. I remember leaving that in such like a bad taste in my mouth. And like, now it's like, I don't even want to have a conversation about that because like you're going to get attacked. It was like, people were so quick to attack you. And like people that I've known for a long time, Mm-hmm. started attacking me like dude like you know what kind of person i am like where is this coming from like why why if you don't believe in somebody if you don't believe in somebody's ideology a hundred percent then you're you're a piece of shit yeah it's it's fucked up man anywho Zanio, Zanio. <laughs>
guess what we didn't talk about today? <laughs> what? The poop du jour? The poop du jour. Oh, mine was bad. Dude, mine was bad, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was real loose and, like, people would have thought I got pegged <laughs> for six hours. But that wasn't the thing. I just had a really loose poop. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't very happy. It took I, me forever to wipe, too. I hate shits like that. Yeah, it, it but, was like, I, I, I shit like my ass was on fire. But did you have Taco Bell? No, but um, that's just a callback to the beginning of the of the episode. <laughs> like those bands played like their asses were on fire. They played like their asses were on fire. But I was gonna make a joke about Taco Bell, and I didn't get to because we ended up, the, you know, Ta- like, talking about Taco Bell. Yeah. Um my 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 daughter works there too, and like she like loves their food. But her ass like, is always on fire. Dude, every every time I eat Taco Bell, I regret it immediately. <laughs> but like while I'm eating it, I'm like, this is so fucking good. This is like this is like exactly what I wanted. And then two hours later, I'm fucking sweating like a fucking whore in church on the toilet. Yeah. Like just waiting for my insides just to fucking disintegrate. Well, now I want to go get Taco Bell after after we get done here. Me too. I might actually have to make a trip up there get a and get a get, I, a, get a get a rice and bean burrito. I'm gonna see if I can get a Mexican pizza. I still haven't had it since they brought it back. That was my oh, favorite. Oh yeah. And I couldn't get it on uh because I wanted DoorDash. So uh, you know, I tried to get it through DoorDash and they you couldn't get the Mexican pizza on there. Those fucking horrors. But I figured out there, sometimes I feel like shit after Taco Bell and sometimes I don't and I figured out that it's the stuff with the raw onion it always comes back to raw onion oh yeah raw onions really hurt me yeah I, I can't do it like I'm, I'm like allergic to it like they have to be cooked or pickled or like some chemical process has to take place for the onions to not you know like my stomach thinks it's trying to digest a fucking dead baby or something I don't know <laughs> It's always back to the dead babies. Yeah. It's we had kind of a serious episode today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. And also, it's not a dead baby, it's a fetus. It's a fetus, sorry, fetus. <laughs> a I fetus don't want to get not canceled. a person. I don't want to get fucking canceled. Well, a fetus is not a person. So I mean a, a fetus is a person. It's a it's it's a fetal embryo if they don't make a tuxedo in its size it's not a person until i see a fetus walking around wearing a monocle and top hat like that face like that family guy episode with the from my dumpster baby yeah remember that episode i probably forgot it oh me and ari were talking about that is the one episode where i guilt laughed (laughs) <laughs> fucking horribly like i felt like such a horrible piece of shit as i'm laughing <laughs> like dude i laughed to the point that there were tears streaming down my face dude there's this little fucking baby with a fucking come pops out of a dumpster has its umbilical cord like it's a fucking like a like a microphone cord <laughs> and it has a hat on and it's do and it's wearing a suit and he's talking about being a prom night dumpster baby and he's like i'm just a prom night dumpster baby <laughs> dude if you get the chance dude look for the fucking episode dude it is fucked up 
Yeah. I fucking guilt laughed so fucking hard, man. And now everybody listening knows what a piece of shit I am. <laughs> hey, you know what else is not a person? Like now that we're, you know, being all serious and political. Yeah. A corporation is not a person. A corporation ketchup, is not a person. And ketchup is not a vegetable. Good night, everybody. No. <laughs> ketchup, ketchup is is a condiment, right? Why? And, and a corporation is a conglomerate. It's an made entity. up name for for a group of people. Yeah, it's an entity <clears throat> of 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 it's 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 a it's a it's a a, a group of individuals who build a building for a profitable gain. Well, they don't even necessarily have to have a building. Okay, a uh, a a a structure. Yeah. Even if the idea is the structure, they have a a, a structure in place for corporate gain. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for profitable gain, like you're making money off of this thing, then that's that's a corporation. Yeah. You know, it's it's a corporation is 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 money. Yeah, yeah, it's all about fucking money in this day and age of capitalistic greed and and first before people as individuals. You know, that's yeah. our country in a nutshell. Kill Whitey. Kill Whitey. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank thank God that I don't like I don't put the audio on Facebook because that right there would have gave me a 30 day ban. <laughs> don't thank God. Thank me. What movie sorry, was that I think sorry what I movie was that I'm from? gonna get canceled for that too. What movie was that from? We were like, don't thank God, thank me. Oh, I forget what that was. I'm horrible with movies, dude. Yeah, me too. Unless I've seen a movie like ten times, like I'm, I'm like I still fuck up movie like lines all the time. <clears throat> or he makes fun of me. She goes, "John, you're cute. You oh, try yeah. to say things and you're wrong." It's like it means the same thing. It's just worded a little different. Yeah, it's like me taking liberties with songs, with yeah. song lyrics. You know, you know. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember everybody's fucking song, dude. I'm not can remember the songs I wrote, let alone fucking songs that other people wrote. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck oh, them. by the way, did you see that I put out the Shank single? I did. Yeah. You can go to this is just a record label dot com or dot bandcamp dot com. Yeah. And and it's uh it's it's entitled Body. Yeah, it's lo-fi garage punk. It is. It sounds good. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be putting out the uh, the full album, uh, just doing it digitally, and uh, you know, charge like five bucks for the whole album digitally, hey, uh, just you know, to help. And then maybe next year put it out actually on CD. Hey, you know what else you can you can download it. This is just a record label dot bandcamp dot com. What? The great new. Um, newly released demo recordings from the Prozacs entitled Welcome to Camp Cheerful. Yeah, people need to buy that because that's fucking rad, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's way better than my shitty project. Oh, it's, yeah. you know, at least comparable. Yeah, it's really good. 
it's a really good CD. Like I, I really want people to buy that because yeah. they get a poster, they get a, a stickers, and if they bundle, they can get like more CDs if they now, bundle. Now, are you shipping that from your house or something? Or yeah, I ship it that from come my from. House. Okay, I didn't know if it came from a distributor or something. No, it's care of Jonathan Kent, care of TJRL. Or this is just a record label, mm-hmm. and I will mail it to you all over the world. Nice. So, like, actually, I have to mail out an order to Australia mm-hmm. uh, later on today, which is going to cost me about $19 to ship. See, you should include the shipping in the price. Well, I would if it wasn't $19 to ship it right. to Australia. Right. <laughs> you know, no, no, no I, I'm, I'm saying that that should cost more like like shipping should be included when they pay oh yeah it is it is like we have an international rate we have a we have a 15 dollar international rate it just sucks that you gotta like you know show out the money like maybe it should have cost more for the person in australia to buy it well no they they pay for the (laughs) shipping they don't no, they do pay for the shipping and then we use that money to ship it Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like I like I sent one out to Germany. I sent an order out to I sent an order out to Canada, and now I got yeah. one for Australia. I'm I'm planning on buying like the like the twenty dollar package or whatever um, on payday. That's what she which, said. <laughs> which is still like a week away. I got to wait until I get paid. What are you gonna buy? Like the twenty dollar package. I can't remember what what all came in it. Oh, the, um, the, the, it's, it's, you get all three of the C, you get, you get all four CDs and, uh, the poster and the sticker. Awesome. Yeah. So you get, instead of having to choose, you get all, you get all the bonus CDs and, uh, the poster and the sticker. It's fucking sweet. Everyone should do that. I know. It's 20 fucking dollars, dude. Yeah. Like, buy it. It's, it's a steal. Cheap. Fucking support fucking underground music. Quit being fucking bitches about it. Yeah. And plus, I'm going to be fucking bitches. Yeah. And plus, I have some really cool releases coming out, too. I got uh, the Plan B's uh, from the Columbus area. We're going to be releasing their EP. And uh, after that, uh, we're going to be releasing an EP by uh, Less Than Expected. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're a band uh, from also uh, like from the Youngstown Astrobula area, kind of grunge punk. Um, We're also, you know, looking at a couple other bands that we're thinking about putting out uh, towards the end of the year. And I'm thinking about doing another label comp. Um, But do this, the next label comp, just bands that are, are featured on the label, maybe like, you know, two songs by each band. Mm hmm. Um, something like that, like a, like a label sampler. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then we got some stuff cooking for 2023, but, uh, for the rest of the year, we're looking at about three, three to four more releases coming out this year. That's amazing. So, yeah, we're, yeah, I just got the, uh, I just got the plan B's out of the Columbus area. They, I reached out to them. They're, uh, yeah, they're really cool guys. They kind of have like a nineties throwback sound to them mm-hmm. um not ramones core but more the pop skate you know the skater pop punk side 
Pop uh, skate core punk. Yeah, pop skate core punk. Um, <laughs> skate pop punk core. Skate pop punk core. You know, not like Ramones pop core punk, but like <laughs> funk pop, Funko pop. Funko pop jazz core. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know what band I like a lot? That Funko, that Funko Jazz Core band. I like that Funko Pop band. Funko Pop Jazz Core band. I mean, they're better than the Bobble Core. You know, I prefer yeah. Bob. I I used to like Bobble Core, but now I'm more into like Funko Pop. I'm still trying <laughs> to understand Egg Egg Punk and Chain Punk. Oh, those are just a joke. I know. I was like, what the fuck is going on with this world? I can't keep up with subgenres, dude. I think I well, it's not a real subgenre. Like no, egg, I know. Egg, I know. Egg, egg punk and, and chain punk were more talking about like the types of people who would be at those shows and like the egg punk were more like the sort of like nerdy ish you know like the original emo scene. Uh, no. Like the Midwest emo scene. No, no. Weirder than that, like people that would have went to like Devo shows or whatever back in the day. But, oh. like, so, so it's like the difference between like nerdy poor people and just like 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 sleazy poor people. <laughs> Where do I fall into things? A little of both. A little. I think, both. I think you're like egg chain. Egg chain. Yeah, you're egg chain. I feel like I'm just John. Yeah, you are just John. I'm John. I'm dirty John. So do you like like bobble core more than like Funko Pop? No, Funko or? no, Funko Pop Jazz Core is my is my, is my shit, dude. The shit with like 923rd like time signatures. <laughs> like I'm bobble core now. Like 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 Dillinger Escape Plan with horns and funky bass lines. I like porn, like yeah, porn. I yeah, I do like porn too. I like porn too. We didn't talk about porn either today. I, I um, I, I did I, mention yeah. that earlier. Did you? Yeah. Why well, I missed that about poop, and I was like, yeah, I like the, the came oh, out yeah. of my ass, like I just got pegged for hours. Yeah, that was when I was holding back real bad, like on making a joke, and I, <laughs> I, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, leave it, leave, leave the jokes to me, Sam. Right. <laughs> I like corn poop core. Corn poop corn, corn corn poop core, corn poop core. Yeah, it's a genre. What is that? You know, it's like, you know, when you eat corn and it doesn't really like digest and it comes out in your poop. So, like, imagine if you could translate that into sound. God, that sounds awful. It's crunchy and it's like sludgy. <laughs> Ew! You said crunchy and sludgy. <laughs> But Moist. it's like, but it's like still pr pristine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like chunky. <laughs> I hope, I hope whoever listens to this listens to all the all through all the serious shit, and then gets to this and like these fucking idiots. They couldn't go one episode without being complete fucking idiots. Like even our serious part of the episode probably sounded like two idiots trying to be serious. I, it's like two but, fucking cavemen sitting there going, "Ugh." But we were being genuine. Uh, though. We yeah. were being genuine though. It's like no, not uh, uh. <laughs> fuck all the bands who gets popular. We sound yeah. like a bunch of fucking gatekeepers. Sounds like a bunch of 
poop corn core. <laughs> That's when I'm going to start describing shit on the label. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do like an offshoot labor called. Uh... I'm more in the brain core, you know. Brain core. I like brain core more than like dick core, you know. <laughs> I want my, I want my hardcore to be thinking. Brain punk versus dick punk. That should have been the thing. Not, oh, not, not eggs and chains. Like dick and brain. So what if so should 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 I start incorporating that in my label where there's like a section that's brain core and then there's <laughs> other stuff that's dick core? Yeah. So what would the shanks be? Brain core or dick core? I think they fall in the middle. So abdomen core. So it's brain dick. Brain dick core. Brain like brain decor. Brain decor. <laughs> brain decor records. That's actually ooh. Maybe that can be a subsidiary. Subsidiary. A subsidiary. Subsidiary. <laughs> brain decor. Brain decor. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> ooh. You know, we put out a lot of that like corn poop stuff. Like <laughs> a lot of that, a lot of the Funko Pop, Funko Pop jazz chords. Funko Pop. <laughs> We're gonna get sued for saying Funko Pop like eighty-two <laughs> times in this. What are they gonna do? Good luck suing me because I got no fucking money. Yeah. I hope you like fucking checks being written out for one cent, motherfuckers. They'll come <laughs> fucking, they'll come fucking repo your tombstone after you're dead. Come and fucking repo this fucking dick pop core. Dick pop core. <laughs> brain, brain, brain decor. Corn dick. Shut up, corn dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a like a like a nineties like. Something a 90s bully would say. Yeah. Fuck you, corn dick. <laughs> Needle turn. <laughs> I didn't cough this whole fucking episode, man. You gonna make it? Nope, I'm dead. Yeah. I'm dead. Rest in peace, John. Shut oh, I didn't, have, I didn't have a name today. Yeah, what was it? Um, Johnny Johnny Poopcorn, Johnny Brain Brain Decor, Johnny Brain Decor. Yep, John Johnny. Yep, Johnny Brain Decor. Now that I have to listen to the whole episode just to see where what yeah where that comes from. I'm sure people are gonna be like on the edge of their seats too. Gonna be on the edge of their corn poop. On the edge of the corn poop. Hey, welcome to poop. Welcome to poop. Welcome to Corn Poop. Corn. Yeah, welcome to Corn Poop. I'm your host, Aloysius Ramirez Willoughby. And this is Fresh Air. <laughs> oh, I did the fresh. <laughs> did I tell you last episode I did the fresh air thing during ang- Angry Hour? No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> there was a comedy show in the back, and like they you know somebody kept coming up like different people would come up like the owner of the venue would come up and then like the guy hosting it would come up like from the other room and they're like hey 
like, can you guys just turn it down a little bit more? Because, like, there's a comedy show and, like, we can't really hear. Like, nobody can hear us. And we're just like, we're drunk and we're, like, cool people. Blah. And we're like, just like, okay, yeah, sure, we can do that. And then I was just like, I'd play the song very quietly. And then I'd be like, thank you for listening to uh, Fresh Hair here on here on NPR. You are attending the the angry hour here on NPR. That's great. It's like, yeah. Did anybody get it? I, I, I think a few people did. Yeah, because those are the people that are that are our humble listeners. Yeah, those are the well, I don't think they got it from us. I think oh. they just knew that I was doing like an NPR thing because we had to be quiet. Oh, I, I was hoping they were listeners. No, I don't think so. Our, no. our one listener in Cleveland is uh, Chris. Yeah. He, he was not there. Oh. He shout in, out. Shout out sh- to him. Shout out to Chris. He lives in Berea now, apparently. Oh, Berea. That's a shithole. Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, with all the hicks. Yeah, that's where the Browns practice at. Well, yeah, it's like the you know the fairgrounds surrounded by a bunch of trailers and shit is what I'm picturing. I haven't really been to Berea. I don't oh, know. so it's like Latrobe in Pennsylvania. I guess it's just like any area where there's like you know fairgrounds. I just assume yeah. it's all like farmland and tractors everywhere and shit. Dude, I'm gonna be living. Ne- I'm gonna be living close to Four Seasons, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be going thrifting, dude. For those who don't know, uh, Four Seasons is what we call a flea market. Or a dirt mall. Or a dirt mall. On the West Coast, it's known as a swap meet. <laughs> it is where uh, people rent a table and they sell wares and various <laughs> products. Yeah. You are listening to Fresh Air. <laughs> poop. Welcome to Poop. Welcome to Poop. I'm your host. Jonathan, so we're 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 looking at like an hour and a half here. I got yeah, we're, yeah, we should we should wrap this shit up. We're 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 losing steam. Wrap up this corn poop. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm seriously gonna do brain decor. Brain decor. Yeah, but it looks like brain decor. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just gonna put all my shit out on that. That's just gonna be my vanity label. All right. Yeah, kind of like how we did with. uh how we did with interior exterior right right just just put all my shit out on brain decor yeah there you go yeah a sub a subsidiary of this is just a record label. this is just a record label dude i'm making waves dude yeah you're when like, you're gonna uh, get a band together so i can sign you i don't know man but you're making waves like those people in the the football stadium in the stands yeah woo you're doing the wave but just like you know with, with punk rock with a couple bands yeah well, a lot of bands oh, <laughs> a I lot of bands like six bands six bands dude holy shit people like me they really like me it's like an orgy of corn poop core yeah dude it's a splattering of poop core it's a scatological fiesta <laughs> Ooh, that's horrible <laughs> that's like a all bunch right. of mexican people taking a shit all together and they just like steady diet of corn. So like all their asses are like facing out in the middle. It's like a pot and they all shit in it. And that's how they siphon out the corn to reuse. You got that all from, uh, 
scatological fiesta? Yeah. Because fiesta <laughs> is Mexican. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. And scat? Duh, that's poop. It's a cornucopia of poop. <laughs> uh, dude, we're getting canceled. Fuck this, yeah. dude. We got to stop while we're ahead. All right. Yep. All right. Well, you have a great day. You have a great sir. day, too, Samuel. And, uh, yeah, we'll do it again soon. I hope the listener enjoyed themselves and laughed so hard they peed a little. <laughs> or pooped a little. No. 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 Poop too far? Yeah. I always okay. poop too far. Yeah, just pee. Just a little bit of golden shower. Yeah, my toilet's just a hole in the ground. It's like 20 feet deep, so I poop really far. I poop too far. <laughs> poop too far. Okay, that was weak. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Sam. Like my sphincter. I don't love your sphincter. No, no. I. It's weak. That was weak like my sphincter. It took oh, me a second. yeah. You do that anyway, this is terrible. All right, so... You have a great day. Bye, brother. <laughs> Let's try Love this ya. again. Bye, Bye. Bud. Bye. Peace. Bye. Fall, at least they'll know that we went out on our feet.